0: For the record, I do work for Walmart and did at the time of the story. My oldest niece goes to college just a couple of hours drive from my home. Every so often, I'd make the drive out on my day off to visit with her and make sure she had everything she needed. Her mom covered the rent on her apartment. She walked most everywhere and most stores she needed were within walking distance except the local Walmart. So during a visit, she thought of a few things she needed from the store. No big deal. We headed over there. We wander around and gather supplies that she needed. A few school supplies, a movie that had just released, some fabric for her latest cosplay idea, and we were looking over the game case, commenting on some recent releases of video games, and mulling over a purchase. Enter the customer. Excuse me, I need a game out of there. Unlock it for me. I said, sorry, I don't work here, but I see the guy with the keys right over there. It was my day off. I'm not in anything that could remotely be construed as dress code for Walmart, much less a name tag. Now, I recognize you. I know that you work here. Please Stop being another lazy freak and get that game for me. Ma'am, I'm sorry. I do not work here. I cannot open any case. Shut up. Look, I get it. You're lazy. You're flirting with this little twit here and you think you're going to get in her pants. You work here. It's your job to provide customer service. Ma'am, this is my niece. She attends college here and I don't even live in this town. Please. What's your manager's name? I'm gonna file a complaint. At this point, I realize I can have a little fun with this, especially as my manager at the time has a lovely, snarky behavior and a no nonsense attitude when it comes to customers like this. I give her my manager's name and cell phone number, knowing he was also off that day. He listens to the complaint and then asks which store she's in because that doesn't sound like the kind of person he wants working under him. She's confused but gives a college town name. I hear him laugh over the phone loudly. Then he tells Tells her in no uncertain terms that i don't work at that store and to leave me alone he then hangs up before she can get a word in edgewise oh very funny get some of your friends to come- for you now get me that game at this point the actual associate comes up and asks which game she angrily points at it he unlocks the case and gets a copy out at least someone around here can do their damn job you need to tell your coworker here to stop thinking with his member the associate says ma'am he's another customer he doesn't work here and please don't use that sort of language in the store another cover story Frick. Ma'am, please refrain from swearing in the store. There are children nearby. Frick you and your whole freaking store! And you're freaking floozy fricks who won't do their freaking jobs. Freak your freaking store, I'm going to GameStop. This attracts the attention of the store manager who comes over to see what the commotion is. And the store manager, after listening to a profanity laden rant about poor customer service, says, Ma'am, I'm gonna have to ask you to leave. You're harassing other customers, pointing at me and my niece, literally, my staff, pointing at the actual electronics guy, and your language is not appreciated in Walmart. The exit is this way. If you do not want to leave of your own accord, I can have the police escort you out. It finally, finally sinks in that I was telling her the truth all along. The color drained from her face as she slowly walked away, abandoning the cartload of merchandise that she'd already selected. I noticed her again on her way out, just staring blankly into her steering wheel. This is pretty unusual, but a year later, there was actually an update. So some time ago, I posted that post from a time I was visiting my niece niece. I just talked to her today and she had a surprise for me. She ran into the exact same Karen who recognized her and apologized. My niece, still in college working on her doctorate, also runs a weekly Dungeons and Dragons game at a local game shop to help new players into role playing. A pair of her twin boys, she tells me they're eight, have been regulars since she started and she's enjoyed having them at her table. Most of the time, they come in with their dad who is a Magic the Gathering player and he watches them from across the room while he plays and hangs out with some of his friends. The owner knows him and the boys well and something happened that he couldn't stick around and left the boys in my nieces and the store owners care for the duration of the session. She tries to keep it to two hours because kids. At the end of the session one of the boys looks out the door and calls to his brother that their mom was there to get them. She came in and called the boys and then stopped short. My niece said she wasn't sure how the Karen recognized her and that she had almost. Almost forgotten the incident until then and had to be jogged to remember her, but their mom approached her and introduced herself. Ironically, her name turned out to actually be Karen, then had the boys go get drinks from the shop owner. It turns out we encountered her on the worst day of her life. She found out that her husband was cheating on her and was preparing to drop divorce papers on her. She had lost her job due to cutbacks, and seeing my niece, who apparently looked a lot like her husband's mistress, just caused something to snap. She had wanted to get something for her kids to soften the blow of the divorce and the changes about to happen and ended up going off the deep end. In the time since, she turned around and found a new man in her life and had the twins with him, plus gained full custody of her kid with the first husband and found a new career for herself. She said that day stuck in the back of her mind as the person she least wanted to be again and wanted to live every day being better than that. She never expected to see either of us again. Likely, she will never see me again. I don't have the opportunity to go out there like I used to, but always wanted to apologize for the way that she acted. Keep your hearts open, everyone. Change is indeed possible for some of these Karens. I think a lot of times when people are having these major freak out moments, there probably is a lot going on under the surface that we don't see or even think about because of how wild it seems. I mean, how could the original poster and the niece possibly have known that this was going on in this woman's life when she just completely unloaded on them like that? She was basically just taking it out on the first person she came across, which obviously does not make it right. But if what Karen, the actual Karen here, is saying is true, then this was more of an isolated event than some sort of constant, persistent way of behaving with people that she meets in public. It's interesting that the original poster here does seem to have a bit of empathy for her because he's even saying that change is indeed possible for everyone, including this lady. Even though this dynamic is probably more common than we think it is, we usually don't get to see the other half of it because in these type of random encounters in public, you usually never see that person again. But I'm sure some of you guys probably have a story like this where you see somebody who was walling out and then later on you find out that they were just having a really bad day and they're actually a pretty cool person. If you do have a story like that, let me know down below or feel free to submit the story. But Either way, let me know, jerk or not a jerk, and why. Am I the jerk for making my sister-in-law feel terrible about her weight? I'm a 35-year-old female. My sister-in-law is a 46-year-old female. I have three children, the oldest being a 16-year-old boy. For my birthday last week, my son went out and bought me this swinging hammock chair that I had been wanting for two years, and it cost him quite a bit of a saved money, which I fully intend to put back into his bank account so he can continue saving. He was so excited to see me open this gift and couldn't wait to help me set it up. I told him he shouldn't have that it was a lot of money and his response was, you never get anything nice I wanted you to have it. And it was true I usually don't get anything for my birthday or Christmases outside of Tupperwares or soaps. So it might sound stupid but I have cherished this swing ever since he got it for me. Especially since I finally have something nice that's mine. My sister-in-law comes over once a week to see all of us and she immediately headed straight for my swing which my son hooked up on our desk. I told her, please, don't sit on it. And she said, is there a weight limit? So I told her, yes, 250 pounds. And I even showed her the box to confirm. She was not upset about this. She just said, that's a bummer. They need to make something capable of holding us big girls. I simply agreed with her and went about my business. At this point, my husband shows up from work. When I went inside to grab us some drinks, her and my husband are talking on the porch. And not even five minutes later, I hear a loud crack. And my husband says, oh, are you all right? I go out and sure enough, she had sat in my swing and the crochet netting around the hook snapped on one side, causing her to fall right on her butt. She is sitting there laughing, gets up and says, I guess I need to listen. So I lost it. As I said above, I literally never get anything nice. Never. This is the one thing that I had that was mine and it didn't even take someone a week before they ruined it for me. So I said, I literally just told you not even 20 minutes ago that it would not hold you and to please not sit in it. She makes some comments about usually the weight limit is a lie. I thought it would hold. So I said the weight limit probably would have held if you were only 50 pounds heavier than it, not 150 pounds heavier than it. She is around 420 ish pounds because she is one of those girls who eats food on camera for for money and she absolutely loves her weight. But regardless, instead of apologizing or offering to compensate me for my destroyed item, she has resorted to saying that I am a jerk for making her feel like her weight is a problem and my husband is on her side. He said it's just a swing. So am I the jerk for making my sister-in-law feel terrible about her weight? So no one in this story is going to help her replace this swing? The husband tells her it's just a swing, but doesn't even try to figure out a way to get this swing repaired or replaced or anything. In this moment where she actually snaps and says this, the husband must have realized that this swing was important to her, even if he didn't know that it was important to her before all this happened. And yeah, sometimes it can be hard to figure out in the moment, but this one seems a little more obvious. And also, I don't think going after the sister-in-law's weight is in any way going to help solve the problem, but letting her know that she completely disrespected you in a very clear and concise way without taking a jab at her is probably the only way to have any sort of productive outcome here because as soon as she interprets it as you're attacking her for some reason, she's not gonna understand or care to hear any of the reasons of why you feel disrespected. Let me know how you guys would handle this down below and jerk or not a jerk and why. Am I the jerk for refusing to let my future husband lie about the house he and I purchased during his groom speech? My fiance, a 37 year old male, and I, a 33 year old female, got engaged a few months ago. We're getting married soon and invitations were already sent out. Right now we're focusing on the much smaller details. We've also been busy moving into our new home that we purchased together. 30% of his savings plus 70% of my savings. I have to say that saving up for this house took most of my savings and prevented me from enjoying the things that I love to spend money on. My fiance sat me down yesterday to talk about his groom speech. He talked about a few points, but what made me upset was when he asked I would be okay if he mentions the house we bought and say that he was the one who bought it. I was a bit taken aback. I asked why and he said that it's just a confidence boost during the speech and that's it. I said that I didn't feel comfortable with the idea because I think that it's unfair not to acknowledge the fact that I've sacrificed so much to be able to buy the house. I reminded him of how much I contributed, but he said that this doesn't change that it's our house, so it shouldn't matter to me if he said that he bought it himself or that we both did. I refuse because then people will always think that the house was bought By him, which is something that will never change, no matter how hard I try to prove that I contributed 70%. He got mad at me and said that I was really overthinking this whole thing and making a big deal out of it. We got into a big argument and he started yelling, say it's just one favor he's asking me to do, and yet I'm making this ridiculous, small request my hill to die on. He's basically sulking, and now he's out and refusing to answer my calls. So basically he started the silent treatment until I cave in. Am I the jerk for making this my hill to die on? Before you decide, my fiance comes from a more humble background and money has always been a struggle for him and his family. It's become obvious how insecure he can be when it comes to money, especially when he compares how much I make versus how much he makes. I've never made him feel less than, and he has never taken advantage of me in any way. So his recent request really caught me off guard to say the least. Am I the jerk? The number one most likely thing that is probably the case here is that he is probably told everyone already that he has bought this house. So he can't go up there and then suddenly be backtracking on what he said to everyone else who already thinks that. Even a lot of people in response to this thought the same thing too, so much so to the point that it seems pretty clear that he's backed himself into a corner, that this whole insecurity about money thing has bled out into other aspects of his life that the original poster, the fiance here, doesn't know anything about. Somebody in response actually said, when my ex said things that implied that he was providing for me financially, it was because he was a narcissist narcissist and other people knowing that he needed someone else's money was a violation of his false self-image. So that's all that I can think of for the OP. Silent treatment is also typical of narcissists as well. Let me know what your guy's theory is on this whole situation down below. Why would he be so persistent? Do you think he is a narcissist and jerk or not a jerk and why? Am I the jerk for not telling a guy what I do for work and letting him pay for my drinks the entire evening? My friend Grace invited me to a board game bar. It's play and have drinks with her. Her boyfriend and one of their friends, Nick, also came. We went to get drinks in pairs, Grace going with her boyfriend. Meanwhile, Nick and I stayed at the table and vice versa. So Nick and I had plenty of time to talk, just the two of us. Nick started the night by telling me about his recent career change. He decided to quit his previous job, go to a coding boot camp, and he got a job as a developer one or two months ago. He was very proud of himself and his new salary and told me this multiple times. He never asked me what i do do for work, but he talked about his new job quite a lot, occasionally saying, Oh, sorry, you don't understand that. (laughs)" During the entire evening, I never told him that I have been working as a software engineer myself for the past four years because he never asked. And honestly, I found it a bit entertaining. When it came to the drinks, he invited me to every single one. Don't worry about it. It's not a problem with my developer salary. I told him multiple times that he doesn't have to pay for me, but he and insisted. At the end of the night when we were saying our goodbyes, he took out his phone to send me a friend request on Facebook. My job is listed in my profile. So that was when he realized that I am a software engineer. He asked me if it was true that I'm a software engineer and I answered yes. He asked me why haven't I told him? Why did I let him believe that I was a cashier like Grace used to be? I never implied that. And why did I let him pay for everything when I probably earned more than him? I told him that that he never once asked and it was his fault that he assumed. He could have simply asked me about my job, but he only wanted to brag about his job. But if he wants to, I can pay him back for the drinks. He was angry and said that I made a fool out of him I think he did that not me but now grace and her boyfriend are on his side too saying that it would have cost me nothing to tell him early in the evening and I only kept it for myself for my own entertainment well I did find it entertaining but I don't really feel like I did anything wrong am i the jerk the guy obviously didn't ask but it is a little bit weird that she didn't tell him the entire time when he was mentioning his software engineering job the entire time but it's also strange that this guy would just assume that she didn't know anything that he was talking about by saying things like, sorry, you don't understand what I'm saying right now. <laughs> in a lot of situations like that, it usually just comes off as the person wants to validate themselves by making it seem like they're so smart that they have to apologize if the other person doesn't understand. And in this case, she did understand because she's been working at this job longer than he has, which is obviously why he felt embarrassed by the whole situation. The OP here obviously didn't have to offer to pay back for all the drinks, but she did, and obviously that wasn't the actual issue. The actual issue is that he felt embarrassed or that he wasted time here by explaining all of this and going through this whole charade, but she already knew more about being a software engineer than he did. So if you were in this situation, how would you have handled it? Specifically at the point where it was the end of the night and you didn't reveal that this was your job the entire time and then it came out via this Facebook friend request situation. Let me know down below and jerk or not a jerk and why. When you subscribe, make sure to hit the bell to turn on notifications. To finish listening to all the stories in this series, use the playlist at the top of the description. And next time you live stream, use the Cream of the Crop music. Search for Cream of the Stream on Spotify or whatever music platform you use for copyright-free music to use for your stream. It's free, Cream of the Stream. Either way, thanks a lot for listening. we will see you guys next time.